Started yesterday with Davav, today is Dav Zayin. We have a mind, Eli Nishmas, Kreina Bastvizaev, Rufu Shleima, to all who need it, Eimi Bastvara, the Ronya Basara, Hadassa Basronya, and I said Eimi Bastvara. Oh, you're forgetting it. Okay, Nachama. Why did you get a double? Twice is okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Let's get started on the review of yesterday's daf. So um, we're starting at the uh, first line on the word Ella. So the question, uh, it seems like we're being going around in circles. Okay. I don't know if that feels like it to you, but to me it feels like we're going around in circles because we keep trying to find, again, just to remember what the whole, how we got into this discussion. We said the whole basis... The, of our Mishnah, where there's 15 women that are potros, meaning there's no mitzvahs yibum, neither to them nor to the tzara and tzara tzara, is all going back to the Pasuk of Achos Isha that says the word Aleha there, and it's connecting to Yivami of Allah to tell you that you do not override um, the mitzvahs, uh, the, the, the mitzvahs of the mitzvah of yibum does not override Achos Isha. As well, and we say it's not only a chosisha that doesn't override, but all the arayos it does not override. The question is, why would I think that it would? And once we're talking about it, why does positive mitzvahs override negative mitzvahs altogether? Forget about this case where it's a negative mitzvah that has a negative prohibition that has karis attached to it. So this is what's been keeping us busy for the past number of dafim. And uh, today's as well. Okay, just heads up. All right, so the question is, what's the, why not? Uh, uh, we, we just talked about over here an example of, uh, of, of not listening to your father or mother if they tell you to transgress Shabbos. And we said, it's not talking about the actual transgression of Shabbos that would be Chiv uh, Kares. We're talking about even the love of Muhammad, or particularly about the love of Muhammad, which is, leading your animal, where you're not doing any of the work, so therefore it's not that severe. And even if they tell you to do that, you don't listen to them. So, what is that? Asay is not being docha alosase. It's not overriding the negative prohibition. The question is, if that's true, then why don't we use this as a basis that asay does not override alosase? Fit in. Um, come to the opposite conclusion. So the Gemara says um, that uh, don't tell me that Shabbos is extra strict because the Tana tells us that Kibbut uh, Aim doesn't override any mitzvah. It extrapolates that if it's true for Shabbos, it's just an example. It's true for any love. If the father tells you, go become tummy, tells you don't return the lost object, I don't like that guy, or whatever it is, you don't listen to him. You have a mitzvah to do. You don't have to li- you're not supposed to listen. Both you and your father have to give honor to God. And that's why it overrides. Anyway, point being, um, is that uh, we should have here a source for Asay Dochalosa say that it's not true, that it's not Docha. So the Gemara says there's still a Pircha because when you think about, and this is the explanation I said yesterday from Tosfos, from Rabbeinu Hananel, that, uh, that the, the, the mitzvah of that, you, that you're doing by, by Kibbutz Aim is actually to feed your father, to dress him. The show of kibbutz over here. The the this is just preparatory activities that are not the primary mitzvah. So therefore, since it's only a preparatory thing, so therefore that's why it doesn't have the power to override the negative prohibition because it's not actually the mitzvah itself. Okay, 
Tosos is Pshad. Rashi has a different angle. Now, so the Gemara says, um, so, okay, we're back to square one. Maybe let's learn from Binyan Beis Amigdash. The building of the Beis Amigdash does not override, um, uh, does not override Shabbos, stated in the Pasuk, Okay. Now, what transgression are we talking about of Shabbos that we're saying you cannot do? So, aren't we talking about building or, and destroying? And it sounds like that it's only because the Pasuk wrote Shabbos If not for that, uh, we would think that the building of the base of English would override Shabbos. They are allowed to do it even on Shabbos. Even though you're actually, so what is that? That's a mitzvah saseh, that's being docha, a bakaris. So that's where we think is a nice source. Problem with that is that, so the Gemara says, who says? Maybe um, we're not even talking about that love, because that we would anyway know that it's not. It's talking about the love of Mechamer. Um, so the Gemara says, if it's talking about the love of Mechamer, so that maybe it should be the other way around. Uh, that uh, the love of Mechamer is uh, that then, then it's even I say not to, being Dochalose, it should be a Raya that I say is not Dochalose. What are you going to say? Well, maybe. Um, so let that be a source that I say is not override Allah. So say, so the Gemara says that um, um, maybe you'll say that you can't learn from there because Shabbos is extra strict. But we see already from before that we don't look at Shabbos as a stricter thing. We use that as a as a source for all Yisurim not to uh, listen to your parent. Okay. Anyway, but if it's against the Torah. So the Gemara says, the difference is, is that this too is a Mehaksha mitzvah. What do you mean? That this is not the actual mitzvah itself. It's a preparatory act to enable you to have the base of Mikdash, but it's not really the actual mitzvah itself. So the Gemara says that a Heksha mitzvah is not Tochalos, so we already know from the mitzvah of Kibbut Avayim, which is also only Heksha mitzvah. So they said, you're right. What this is doing, the Esham Sosei Deshmaru, Mikdash Giro, it's a different drush altogether. What it's doing is this. It's saying that what is it that we um, um, what is it that we fear? Not the Mikdash itself, but uh, we fear the one who commanded about the Mikdash. And, and we learned that from the fact that by Shmir Shabbos, you know, you're keeping the Shabbos, but you're not fearing the Shabbos itself, you're fearing he who commanded it. Same thing, by Mor Mikdash, it's the fear of God should be manifest in the base of Mikdash, because it's God's dwelling place. And therefore, there's a number of halachos that this teaches us, of Mor Mikdash. You don't walk in there like you're, like you're a tourist, okay? You gotta dress appropriately. Um, and uh, that's what it's saying, right? This walking stick, your sneakers, your fanny pack, the dust on your feet. That's what it's saying. It's actually saying, don't make it into a shortcut. Don't, definitely don't spit. That's a kavachomer. And um, don't think that that's only during the time of the base of Mikdash. Because uh, since it's compared to Shabbos, and Shabbos we know is even nowadays. So the idea of honoring the Makam of Mikdash is even nowadays. Um, Right, that's, a, that's the idea of uh, it's, we extrapolate from the cover that we have to give to the base of Mikdash to uh, that we call the Shul and base Mikdash of Mikdash Mahat. It's the same, exactly the same concept. We need to treat it the same type of respect. Anyway, point being, uh, we're back to square one again. Okay, so now, fine, uh, at least it's not a proof against, but the, we still need a source. So we're trying from 
the love of Havara. Okay, we know that the Torah singled out Los Havaru Eish Bechomos Vosechem Yemashavas. You're not allowed to light a fire anywhere you dwell on uh, on Shabbos. So the question is, um, what what is this trying to say? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? What is this trying to say? We know it's a machlokas. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Nas, a very important machlokas. Rabbi Yossi says that it's downgrading the Isra Avara from all the rest of the uh, thirty nine. Uh, the other, uh, the rest of the thirty-nine categories of work, they're all. All the other ones are a negative prohibition that have carries attached to it. But uh, bur- uh, lighting a fire on Shabbos is only a love, and that's what the, that's what Rabbi Yossi says. Rabbi Nelson says no, it's not downgrading it at all. It maintains the same severity as all the rest, but it's separating them from each other. It's to tell you that the, each one is like a standalone transgression, and therefore you can potentially. Bichayev many multiple times. You don't have to transgress all of them in order to be transgressing at all, and uh, that's where we learn. So the Gemara says that's not what we were asking. What we we're asking, what is this coming to say, is in the word bechol moshvosechem, because the word bechol moshvosechem is generally used to show you that this mitzvah is applicable everywhere, not all everywhere, not only in Eretz Yisrael. And you only need to do that if it's a mitzvah that's tuluyos baritz, that's attached to the ground, then there's a, a thought that maybe it's only in Eretz Yisrael, not anywhere else. That's why you would have to say, but over here, it's a mitzvah that's a chovas gavra, it's a chovas anguf, it's an obligation on your body to keep Shabbos. So of course it applies to all, all over, wherever you find yourself. So why would we need the word by Shabbos? The answer, by Havarab Shabbos. The answer is, is that it's connection to the other place which talks about Moshe which is Bezdin, and it's basically telling us that we do not perform the mitzvah of Misa's Bezdin, of putting to death somebody that's high a death penalty on Shabbos. That's the idea. We don't burn a fire, meaning we don't just, you know, be Mekayim, the mitzvah uh, of Misa, of Sreifa on Shabbos. And we extrapolate from there that any death penalty we won't, we won't do on Shabbos. Now, um, so the question is, um, why would I think that you should? The mitzvah to put somebody to death is a mitzvah say just. The los say of Shabbos is uh, so you see that if not for the verse here, we would have said that say overrides a and that's a very nice source finally to this idea. The problem is is that the Gemara says, wait a second. Remember, we're talking about Havara here. Havara is only um, a love according to Rabbi So since it's only a love according to Rabbi so then it's, uh, it, it, we only see as, that say is not overriding a losasi. So the Gemara says, that's not really the case. When you think about it, it's true that Havara is only a love, but that's, all, that's not all you're doing in order to carry out a death penalty. You light a fire, you're cooking, you're cooking the metal, because that's how we carry out the death penalty. You heat up the, the lead, melt it down, and then you pour it down the throat. And that is the way we burn the person. It's burning his inside, not his outside of his body. So, um, and that's mamish cooking, and that for sure is on the level of lav sheish bakaris. So the Gemara says that uh, actually in our discussion over here of whether it does or it does not override Shabbos, is um, uh, is actually nothing to do with the positive mitzvah overriding the negative. What it does have to do with is a different basis. It's based on a kal v'chomer. 
And that's where we left off. What's the Kalachomer? Is that it's based on a transitive property of strength, which is basically if A is greater than B and B is greater than C, then A is greater than C. And that's what's going on over here. We know that if somebody, you have a Kohen who is a murderer and he happens to be finding himself in the base of Mikdash, about to climb up the Mizbech, he's right next to the Mizbech, we take him away from the Mizbech to carry out the death penalty. So what's, what's stronger, carrying out the death penalty or service in the base of Mikdash? Well, obviously carrying out the death penalty. Now, you have service in the base of Mikdash and Shabbos. What overrides what? Well, service in the base of Mikdash overrides Shabbos. All the Kohanim on Shabbos are typically transgressing a lot of, not transgressing, but many of the, what they're do, much of what they're doing is straight up you know, forbidden acts on Shabbos. You're, they're lighting fire, they're tending to the fire, they're cooking, they're slaughtering, they're skinning, they're doing tons of activities that certainly would qualify as a transgression of Shabbos, and that's what they're doing. It does override. So if Avod overrides Shabbos, and Ritich overrides Avod, then obviously Ritich should override Shabbos as well. And that is where we left off, and we're going to continue, we stopped off in the middle of the discussion, continue with this into today's daf. So that's